Hello, and welcome to Channel Divinity, a 5th edition actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm Trent, I will be the DM and host for this homebrew adventure. Going around the table, we have... I'm David, and I play Cassiel Dehart. Dean, I play Vesper Ravenwing. I'm Gordon, and I play Blank. Awesome. So, last time, we did... What did we do last time? Okay, last time we had the accelerated version of the third day of the hunt, followed by the award ceremony, where the party won one and a half of the awards. They won half of the deer thing for their corrupt deer, double-decker deer skull antler thing. And so they all got 50 gold each from that. But they also won the moose category, and they got a special relic, which will evolve as the person that is attuned to it gets the final blow on enemies. These, they were a pair of boots that were, uh, Sky Michaels. They were uh, a pair of white shoes, athletic design, with a picture of a man jumping with his legs spread out and his arm up. And with a quick retcon, he also has wings and a halo. So he's like an angel jumping. Um, but then they went and Vesper had a good deep conversation with Horace about the Templars. And learned a, some like state secrets. Yeah, learned a state <laughs> secret because Horace has loose lips. And... Um, <laughs> Then, um, and they both got, Vesper and Cassiel both got a recommendation to the Templars from Horus. Uh, while they were doing that, Blank went to his sister Naria's house and was told that they need, for family business, a special Magicite crystal that'll be sold in an auction in two months. And he was given 5,000 gold and the auction invitation. He was told he can keep all of the gold that he doesn't spend on that crystal. And then they met up again at the Kilimangrillum, had a good meal of snails and whatever, oh, the leather that Blank cooked poorly. Um, you know it. There you go. And then they got a good night's sleep and woke up in the morning ready to go. Real quick, though, I think Cassiel had something he wanted to go talk to about Horace. So, yeah. so bright, bright and early. Bright and early, he's going to go over there. He's already in his rocking chair, just rocking back and forth with his pipe. Good morning, Horace. Good morning, my boy. How are ya? Pretty good. We're about to set off to Stemdale. Hmm, that's good. I had, I had um, something I wanted to talk to you about before we left, though. Of course. Um, so I am on my travels, and I am investigating the corruption a little bit. Um, specifically, have you ever um, encountered intelligent corrupted creatures? He looks at you with... A very, very sharp intensity. And for a second, you feel just that same pressure. The sword's not even out. Yeah. But you feel that pressure just from his gaze as he looks at you. And he says, My boy, that's a dangerous thing you're talking about. The only... And the pressure kind of goes away. And he looks at you again and he says, The only intelligent corrupted things would be a human corrupted, but... It's not real intelligence. It's mindless intelligence. But a real intelligent would be an, an arc corrupted. A being made of pure corruption, without a host. Those are incredibly dangerous. But they do exist around? There was only one known. It was killed a long time ago. Do you know anything about it? More than I would want. You see, my... Some regrettable things that have happened to my family in the past. Um, 
uh, kind of show a reminiscence of what could be an intelligent, corrupted creature. I, I, I mean, it could have been the, that mindless intelligence you were talking about, but uh, it m- maybe not. Hmm. He nods his head and says, "Well, I can tell you right now, it probably isn't. The Templars have a set of oracles." Very powerful soothsayers that can sense strong demonic essence. If there was uh, a humanoid, pure, arc, corrupted being... Ah, I said demonic essence. They can sense the corruption. If there was a pure, corrupted being, without a host form, then the oracles would sense it, no matter what. Even if it was... Miles and miles north on the island of Shees? Yes. Well, it's good to know. I still think I want to learn as much as I can about the corruption, though. It's a good thing to learn. Is there anything you can tell me? Or where I could go to learn more? Join the Templars. I'll tell you everything I know. Alright. Um, anything in particular about the Ark Corrupted? You said you dealt with it more than you'd like? If you ever come to fight and and are corrupted, run. I'll take that advice. But, my boy, you'll never face one. There, like I said, there's only been one. And they'll probably never appear again. As long as the Templars are doing their job. (laughs) And I I do my job. I I know you do, Horace. Um, yes, I hope I never do run into him. <sighs> Just makes the investigation I'm running pretty, pretty tricky. Hmm. Well, I would invite you to maybe look at other options. Maybe they're still evil, but just not corrupted. That's very true, although there were some pretty clear signs of corruption around um, everything that happened. How does the mindless intelligence work with a corrupted human? Well, they still retain parts of who they were, but it's overshadowed by rage, anger at at things that aren't corrupted. They go wild and kill any living thing they find nearby. And while they might still have more strategy than another corrupted animal, they can't speak. They have no real intelligence. They're probably lost. They are. It's a shame. Truly. Alright, Horus, well, um, I will be going up to Stemdale and probably uh, looking into joining the Templars. Good on you, boy. I don't, well, I don't know if I will yet, but... Nah, that's... with my recommendation, there's no way you won't. Well, I just, I don't know if it's the best path for me, but... um. I mean, I guess if it'll get me where I need to go, then perhaps it is. Templars are uh, a fairly forgiving order, especially depending on the faction you join. Factions? You join my faction, the pure temp, the pure Templars. Well, uh, you might have followed a little more stricter rules, but if you're looking for more freedom, the wild Templars are what you would want to join. So there's the wild Templars with lots of freedom, the pure ones that follow more strict of a code. Mm-hmm. Is there any other factions? The balanced Templars that 
focus mainly on political issues and... Oh, that sounds like... Focusing on uh, balancing out, making sure the Templars don't have political power. We'll stay out of po politics, thank uh, you very much. Yeah, me too. Uh, and he kind of like shakes his head. And then there's the, uh, the Shadow Templars. Shadow Templars? What mm. are they about? They're all about making sure humans don't get corrupted. And that if they do, they get taken out quickly. That's interesting. Are, are they joinable just like the others? All the factions are joinable. In fact, you it's, that's a more personal decision. You get accepted into the Templars, and it's up to you to choose which one you want to join. That's good to know. Um, well, thank you, Horace. We'll probably be on our way. Yeah, of course. And he, he waves and he says, You'll do good, boy. You'll do good stuff. Thank you. If we're ever back in town, we'll come visit you. I like that. For I sure. like that a lot. All right, bye, Horace. Bye. And he waves. All right. You three all meet up. Yeah, but before we meet up, can I for ask, sure. stack some stuff? Yeah, for sure. All right, he gets out of his spot in the window as like the mannequin holding up some of the, <laughs> okay. the pelts or whatever. And he walks over to Horace's, or not Horace. Stag. Stag, is he awake right now? Oh yeah, Stag's awake. Okay, cool. Um, He's going to pop out the little prism and ask him about the star map. Um, yeah, you Kind of like, as he pulls it out, like, what is this? Have you have you seen this before? I wanted to mm, ask my dad about it. It uh, looks like the stars. Yeah, do you, uh, do you recognize where it's from? They're pretty? They they are pretty, but you're my dad. Do you, do you know about <laughs> You pulled the dad where this card. Is? <laughs> you pulled the dad card, so I have to roll for it. <laughs> he he puts his hand on your shoulder and looks at you and says, "Son, I have an important thing I need to tell you." Yes, what is it? I've never been off of the island of Ajeda. I don't know, son. I don't know. No. Well, that's also, okay. you're adopted. Anyways. Wait. <laughs> kind of like, what? And what? What? He just looks at you. What? What? I. I've never been off of Ajeda. I. I. That. That doesn't concern me. I'm adopted. No, you're. Uh, who told you that? You. I would never say that. You're my son. Can I play a recording of him saying that? <laughs> yes. I, I play a recording like, you're adop <gasps> also you're adopted. <laughs> I who said that? This is literally your voice. I don't think that wasn't my voice. I'm telling mom. When did you tell me? <laughs> I didn't adopt you. You were, my wife gave birth to you and he, he picks up the plant. <laughs> See, look, he knocks on your wood skin. Wood plant. It makes sense. He kind of just sits there and he just kind of like shakes his head. He nods his head. See, there's no way I would tell you that you're adopted. I'll take that secret to my grave. What secret? What What secret? What are you talking about? About me being adopted? That's <laughs> a secret you don't know about, though. <laughs> He's he's kind of like a little frustrated with Stag, but it's just That's like fair. he's also crazy. <laughs> so he's he's gonna turn to the plant like, did you, do you know about this? The plant nods its head. It nods. It nods. It bobs up and down. Has like has it reacted before like this? It moved earlier in another it did, episode. It did, but I thought it just gave us the little. No, it's never moved like this before. It's never moved like this before. No. Since when do you respond to me? It doesn't move. Uh, this Stag looks at it's like. Hey, why are you taking his side? Come on, am I adopted or am I not adopted? I guess adopted's the wrong, you're my stepson. You're not my biological son, but you are this plant's my wife's son. 
he's just he's just gonna walk out. He's kind of just <laughs> done with. <laughs> okay. All right. And he just. Well, thank you for your help. I'll visit sometime when I come back. I remember the family business. I, I I do remember the family business. We'll see you later. All right. See you, Dad. Bye, son. And he walks over and he he strokes a taxidermy velociraptor to the side, but it has like eye stalks instead of regular eyes. He looks back at the velociraptor and just like shudders. Like, was it supposed to look like that before? That's what it looked like when I killed it. I'm a and perfect he just taxidermist. Like, he just nods his head and walks out of the store. All right. With that, you meet up. Oh, oh, just Vesper. Um, was gonna wake up early, mm-hmm. and he was gonna go to the shrine of Achetta. Oh, awesome! And um, meditate, I guess. Okay. Like what Sharon? Yeah. Told him because he's and he's just thinking. Um, but that's where he is in the morning, and then he'll meet up with them. Uh, while you're there, roll a perception check for me. Twenty-two. Oh wow. Okay, you hear the sound of an arrow being shot several times while you're there. Like never at you, but just off in the distance. You hear it. Like a, as it like hits something. Um, is it like nearby, nearby? Yeah, you, you would guess it's probably just a little ways away in the woods. You don't, look, you don't have to go. If you want to keep meditating, go for it. I mean, I think he'd check it out just because it's early in the morning. All right, you walk. Just out of curiosity. You walk over to check it out and uh, are you moving stealthily or just moving normally? Normally. All right, you walk over and you see Sharon is shooting a bow at a practice target. And uh, when you walk up, she she hears you and she goes, oh, oh, hey, um, Vesper, good to see you. How's it going? Sharon, why are you up so early sh- shooting your bow? What bow? She, like, throws it to the side. What bow? He just <laughs> looks at the bow she threw on the ground and back at her. Okay, yeah. I was practicing with my bow. My dad doesn't want me to be a hunter, and so this is the only time I can really practice. So a lot of times I practice in the early morning, and then I clean the shrine. Why doesn't he want you to be a hunter? Well, my mom was one, and she died because she was one. I never met her. She died when I was too young, but um, he says I look a lot like her. And he doesn't want me to go in the same way as her. Mm. Stupid old man. Yeah, mom's dying can change the dynamic of a family. Um, yeah, but I wish you just wouldn't, you know, limit my freedom. I mean... She walks over and is, like, angrily pulling the arrows out of the target. I would say freedom's a little overrated. Um... At least the type of freedom I think you're talking about. Uh, she turns and looks at you and is like, what do you know? You've never had your freedom limited. You've been an adventuring party. You've, you've wandered around the world. That's what I want. Yeah, but, like, my family problems made it so, like, I can't go home. With that, she looks a little more <laughs> like, oh. So, like, I have all the freedom in the world, but it doesn't matter. She sighs. Yeah, I guess you're right. She kind of nods her head a little bit and walks back over, picks up her bow, and puts it in the case that you saw that she walked up to the shrine when you first met her um, at the shrine and um, packs the arrows away. And she looks at you and she's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Family is important. Anyways, uh, 
I'm heading out. Uh, we'll see you later. We're heading to Semdale this morning. Good luck. Yeah, we're taking Blink with us, so uh, maybe Stag will adopt you. Uh, he's already tried. He's already tried, and I told him I already have a dad that's alive. And I don't, I don't need him to adopt me. He just couldn't really wrap his brain around that. Yeah, that sounds like Stag. Yeah. A- anyways, he means uh, well. I mean, he's the one that taught me how to hunt, but yeah. he's just a little bonkers. Yeah, he is. I'm surprised Blink is, is I mean, sometimes pretty chill. Well, uh, okay, look. Blank has been with Stag for a month. So, he's he can't corrupt him that quickly, hopefully. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, good luck with your practicing. Um, Thank you. And I'll, yeah, I'll see, see you later. Yeah, he, he just like, oh, he doesn't know how to say goodbye to people. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, I'll see you later. Bye. And he if you wa- come back to town ever, try to stop by the Kill and Grill and visit me. He just nods his head. She and, waves. And then he's going to walk apart to go meet up with the rest of the group. All right. With that, you meet together in the early morning to travel. You know that to get to Stemdale, it's just a mostly northern north trip, but a little bit to the west. Um, there's a road that leads straight from Stagrest straight up to Stemdale. Um, and it'll be a three-day journey. So... All right, everyone. Uh, have any of you been to STEM deal before? Nope. No? All right. Well, I, I passed through there just briefly on my way down here. Um, for Unfortunately, I didn't really find who I was looking for um, before the hunt. But, um, oh, I think I know the way. And there are probably decent roads going up yeah, there. Yeah, like I said, there's a road that is perfectly made to lead you right there. And remind me what a cheddar is like, like forests, valleys, um, plains. Mainly super foresty. It has um, two major forests, um, the South Woods and the North Forest, I think is what it's called. Um, Such creative names. Oh, I know. So, so creative. <laughs> In between the two forests, there's a big swath of land that's all plains and farmland. And Stemdale is right in the middle of that. Um, and then farther down to the southwest, there's a big mountainy area. So this forest that is north of um, Stagrest is the South Forest? Yeah, so Stagrest is in the middle of the South Forest, or the South Woods, that's okay. what it's called. Oh, Stagrest is in the middle of the woods. Yeah, Stagrest is in the middle of the woods. Oh, so we've been in the South Woods this whole time. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, and uh, with that, you venture... All right, for the listeners, I really like random encounter tables, so we're going to be doing one. And uh, they're not all combat, so you don't need to worry about, you know, just having like a bunch of combat as they travel and travel taking forever. But hopefully we'll get at least a couple good scenes in there. All right. How many days is this? Three days. As you travel, you walk through the woods, normal basic, having some light conversation between each other. Blink, so why did you... Wait, what is this auction you're going to? It's an auction for my dad. Uh, He wants you to get something for him? Yeah, just a, a crystal, and he kind of rummages through his pack. 
a little bit like forcefully and pulls out this paper and you, hands it to you. Is Blaine the kind of kid that just shoves everything in the backpack and like yeah, it's, it it's all, all it's just messy all and like crumpled, crumpled up. And, yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> I look at it and I mean, I I don't like look, read into it. Uh, Blaine, are you you doing okay? You seem I seem kind of sad. He he kind of like looks at both of you and then just kind of like looks up at the sky and it's daytime so he can't he just sees clouds I'm guessing clouds but in the sun and you're still in the forest it's going to take you a full day to get out of the forest so it's mostly just like trees, trees above you trees in the sky yeah um and then as he's like looking up he's going to release a lot of the pressure that's been built up so it's like Vesper jumps out of the way <laughs> and he's just like <sighs> Cassio warms his hands <laughs> <laughs> I just, Stag, he, he's not my dad. Did he tell you that? Yeah. He told me that I was adopted, but then said that adopted wasn't the right word. And now I don't know why I would ever want to do this thing for him or for my supposed sister. Um... I guess why why would you not want to? Well, I've been alive for who knows how long, a month. And the the like paper like scrolls out as he's like saying that, but it's just going to like cut off and just like blow off to the side. But littering. I, the, druid, <laughs> the, littering. The, the druid littered. <laughs> the druid littered in the forest. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue the serious um, role play. But I don't have an actual tie to them other than my known existence and none of them can help me with this crystal that I have I mean yeah that sounds like a real pickle right there um since when did pickles or Brian ever get into this conversation oh, sorry it's an expression it basically Wait, means it's a it difficult mean? situation you could definitely call it difficult. Uh, I guess, are you, I mean, that, so you wouldn't help them because you feel like you don't have as strong a connection anymore? Well, I don't know if I, I'll help them because that's what I've been doing and they've been nice enough, but why, why would they lie to me? about that a lot of times people will lie about who they are or or maybe who you are because they're scared of it or they don't know or or they just want to tell you in their own time i don't know uh it's it's really up to you though blank like as crazy as stag was he did i mean up until now you he's your dad, right? I, I I guess, yeah. But he hasn't actually been my dad, has he? I'm um, what's I mean, what's your definition of dad? I don't even know anymore. He's the only person that I've known of as a dad and he never said he would lie to me, but then this comes and happens, and he's basically been lying to me the entire time I've been here. 
Yeah, dads are the worst sometimes. Because <laughs> at that, Cassio kind of like looks up and pipes and says, "Well, I don't know if I'm the best to be speaking about this, but I've never had a dad, so I don't know if you two should be so quick to be throwing dads under the bus and getting rid of them." Well, we didn't say getting rid of them. Well, he's not sure if he even wants to have a like a relationship with him anymore, right? Blink. That's what it sounds like. I, I'm just, I'm frustrated. That's fair. Did he treat you well? Yeah. It took care of you, didn't he? For sure, as a crazy man could, right? True, true, but he did give you a place when he had no memories. That is true, that is true. So, even if he's not your real dad, he's your, he's your, still your dad, and, and, uh, you can have chosen family. That's fair. I do like my big brother. The, there my you sister's go. sister's pretty cool. True. So you've chosen them to be your family. Can I choose you guys to be my family? Uh, yes, for sure. You can he be my brother. perks up at that. And He'll be my little brother. I would like that. Sounds good to me. Are you guys looking at... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like looks at you and I'm like... It's, it's an audio podcast. Both Sorry, of yes, looked yeah. right at Dean. Blank, Blank looks at um, Vesper and is like, would you also be part of my family? Uh, Sure, Blank. Um, we're, we'll be bros. And he'll actually... He'll, he'll reach into his shirt and he'll he'll take out um a a just like a cord that's in that he was wearing and it's got a black bead on it and he'll hand it to blink and be like here this is what i give to my bros thanks does david have or not David. Cassie, All of a sudden, one. there's someone else in the cupboard. <laughs> David a is random also person walks by. <laughs> Hello. And Hello. then runs away. <laughs> Sprints off into the forest. Now, does Cassiel have one? I only have one. Well, thank you. And he kind of like leans forward and he's going to tie it into the... He's going to loosen some of the wires so the horn drops down. And then he's going to tie the cord to one of the other wires and have it like hang down. You're really working that rat tail up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, I need someone to roll me a perception check. Actually, all three of you roll me a perception check. Fantastic. Oof. One. Eight. Fourteen. Okay, well, at least wow. one of you saw it. Um, As Vesper, as you hand him the... The thing, you're looking to the side, Adam, and as you look into the woods to the side, you see a glint, just of something reflective shine in your eyes for a second. Don't tell me it's a crossbow bolt from Nelson's cronies. Crossbow? No, it's not. Uh, Vester's, he's like, yeah, so I, I give these to my bros, so sorry, I, I don't, I only have one. And he's, and then he, he like turns his head a little and he's like, uh, what's that? And he, he gestures, he points with his... And as what? you two What's look that? over there, you now that he's pointed out to you, you see a reflect. Something's reflective over there, and it's reflecting light right out where you are. You can see almost like, like you know, when you reflect like light at an angle, and there's like a beam. You can see that, and it's like almost right on Vesper's face. 
what's what's that? And he kind of like waves his hand to block the beam in front of his face. Yeah. There, there's blink. There's something over there reflecting, reflecting that light. Huh. And Vesper's gonna like move around to go look at what it is. All right, just be careful. All right, follow behind. You walk. Since he got a one, is gonna keep following the edge of the beam as it like moves around, (laughs) and he's just gonna like try and like, as it stops, bend down and try and like. Is the beam moving? No, the beam's not moving. Oh, it's not moving at all. No, no, no. Once once you're out of it, it's you're just out of it, and you can if you look, you can see that it it's on an angle up, and it's like on a tree. Just trying to eat it. (laughs) 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 After a while, he he'll he'll follow them. All right, you walk over a little to the side. And you find on this side of the road, you dig through the, uh, the leaves a little bit. And oh my goodness, where is, oh, there it is. Um, you find a hand mirror that is made of silver. The mirror is still in pristine condition and was on the ground at an angle. At the top of the mirror, so around the, the edge, at the top of the mirror, there is a blue sapphire that has a big crack running through it. Yeah, that's that's what you see on the ground. It's up in a tree? No, it's on the ground. That's It's just like Ves- angled Vesper so the will, light hits it and Vesper shines will up. will pick it up. Alright, you pick it up. When you pick up the mirror, it changes what you see in it. And what you see is a room. A empty room with like a bookshelf and like a massive bed that has like a curtain thing around the bed. And other than that, it's just this blank wall. Um, oh, you also see like a desk, like a writing desk. So there's like a writing desk, a big bookshelf, and then a big old bed. And the curtain is closed around the bed. And then other than that, the walls are just blank and bare. What should you find, Vesper? Uh, it's some kind of mirror, but it... it... It it's I think it's magical and he'll like angle it so that they can see. Yeah. You all see if you look at it you see the same scene. Is the room dusty? No, the room is not dusty. So it looks inhabited. Yeah. I'm not sure where I'm not sure what this is. Um but like Yeah, I I don't know. Have you guys seen anything like this before? Well with my no. with my little token here. With the thorn, I can kind of uh, scry and see far away. Um, feels kind of reminiscent of that. So this is a real place? Prob- probably, but I don't know the enchantment of the mirror. Wait, so the person on the other side's a zombie too? There's n- well, we don't see anybody on the other side. Wait, what? Vesper's go- like, uh, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll keep it for now. We'll s- um... And he will put it in his bag. All right. All right. You put it in your bag. That's probably in someone in Stemdale that could identify it for us. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll go and get that checked out. Cool. That was the random encounter. All right, Blink. What was that about a zombie? Fade and, away. Yeah, fade, <laughs> fade, fade away. away. So we don't have a resolution. So we can keep calling him a zombie. <laughs> and um, with that, you uh, you travel for the day. You make camp and you sleep that day. And you wake up in the morning and you continue to travel. I will roll the second. Actually, I'm not going to roll a random encounter because I know what encounter is going to happen. So it's not random. Halfway through the day, 
you emerge from the woods. This is day one still? This is day, day two. two. Day two now. Day two of the journey. Again, you've been having some small talk as you walk, and, and sometimes there's some lulls of silence, and you enjoy the beautiful woods, the scenery, and the birds that flit through the trees, and, and the other little animals. And you continue to walk, and you emerge from the woods, and as you look out, you just see this beautiful grass plain with grass that looks like off the road would go up to your knee. The grass sways like softly in the wind as the wind blows through it, and there's a crisp taste in the air and smell of a f- just like freshness. And the road continues to cut through, and as you continue to cut through this beautiful prairie, you all, no one needs to roll a perception check, you all look to the side, and you see a massive crater. This crater is probably around 500 feet wide in diameter, and it is digging down into the ground at a slope, and no grass is growing on the slope of this crater. Well, is this crater in our way? It is not. The road goes past it, but this is, like I said, this is a 500-foot diameter crater. This thing is massive, so if you just turn your head, you see it. Wonder what happened there? That's pretty big. True. Do we want a detour hike, or do we just want to keep going? D- you want to go check it out? I mean, nah, are I'm we good. in a rush? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't cool. think we're in a rush. I'm, I'd, I'd be down to go check it out for you. Can we see anything inside the crater? Uh, not from the road, but if you got closer, you might be able to. All right. Uh, want to go check it out then? Sure. All right, Vesper, we'll be back unless you want to come with us. <sighs> he sighs and he's like, I'll, I'll go with you. All right. All right, you walk over, and once you're at the edge of the crater, when Dang you look- it, I guess we'll do Trent's side quest. <laughs> you, hey, hey, you, I am not railroading. You don't have to. But it's a good thing our characters are curious people, Trent. <laughs> yeah. Vesper's not. <laughs> As you look down into the center of this crater, there is a raised bit of earth, almost as if whatever caused this crater couldn't push down this center thing as hard or as far as it could. This raised piece of earth is probably around chest height, but, and it looks like there's something on it, but you can't quite see from where you are. So Cass, once Cassiel is around chest height? It is, but you're at the top of the crater. You're, you're not down there yet. Okay. You can just see it probably is up to chest height. So then, I mean, we're just going to walk to it. All right. You walk down the crater. You kind of slide down a little bit. And as you start to get close, I need everyone to roll me, anyone that gets close, to roll me a constitution saving throw. Vesper's actually staying on the side when he sees that it's just a, what's it called? It almost looks like an altar. Yeah. When he sees it's just like a big pile of rocks or whatever, he's just going to like... like, sit down on the edge and be like, I'm just going to stay here. You guys can check it out. Sounds good. Got a 14. Okay. 19. All right. With a 14, it feels like gravity has been enhanced and you cannot move forward anymore. Ugh. Um, You literally can't. You try to move your foot and it doesn't go forward. Blank. With a 19, you feel that same gravity, but you feel you can push your way through it still. All right, Blank. You're, this is you're probably, you're probably around 30 feet away from it. All right, Blank, I can't move any closer. Do you feel that? I do feel that. It's, oh man, what the? Are you going to go check it out? I mean, I can see it from here. 
It's it's cool. It just looks like a little piece of earth. And you see, from where you are, you're right, you're 30 feet away, you see almost what looks like a shedded snakeskin resting on top of this altar thing in the center of the crater. Do I feel anything reminiscent of... You do uh, not. Okay. Of corruption. All right, I don't think we should probably mess with that. Yeah, let's just, let's just get out of here. All, All right. right. Oh. Yeah, once you move away, the, the gravity goes away. All right. Well, maybe we could ask Stag's been alive forever. We'll ask him next time we're back in town. Or we could ask the Templars. Maybe they that's, know something about it. That's true. When we're in Stemdale, we'll ask him if they know. Yeah. All right. And with that, you get back up to the to the road, and you continue to travel. You guys see anything cool down there? Just yeah. a boring rock with, like, a snake on it. And, like, gravity got, like, crazy intense that, when we got true. closer to yeah. it, so it's definitely something down there. We'll probably talk to the, the Templars or the, or, um, Stark next time we're in town. Maybe it's, like, a national park or something. Maybe. I mean, What's there's a national park. <laughs> <laughs> there are not Sorry, national that was, parks. Yeah, probably, that was probably kind of meta. Where I come from, there, there are pockets of magic that you can find. And, I mean, on Zonari, the oasis is the, the water in the desert magically moves around. So Whoa. it could be something like that, just something, some natural magical thing. That sounds interesting. That's really cool. There's, there's some crazy magical stuff up in Shays too, but nothing quite... Quite like this. The lore of the world. <laughs> All right. Um, and you continue to travel, and that is it for that day. Day three. You're in the plains. And let me roll my random encounter table. Okay. Um, as you walk by, you see a small shack on the side of the road that is just like, there's a small dirt beaten path that leads right up to the door and this shack is old has cobwebs all over it and has like a a broken in roof on one end and as you walk up or as you walk by or or up to where it would be equal with the road you see it just this old dilapidated house brown with peeling paint if you guys need to go to the bathroom that would probably be a good spot that's true or if we wanted to have a cool new hideout we're going to have a cool Vesper's hideout? Vesper's literally just going to keep walking. Like, <laughs> like as they're talking, like, he's not, uh, did you guys stop? Or, like, momentarily? He, he's yeah, just kind of, like, walking. as we're walking, yeah, we'll just, I'll point it out, like, we could, we could clean it up. Maybe we, we could. How close is it to Stemdale? Guy, guys, it's just a, someone's old house. Stemdale, Someone. you'll reach Stemdale by the end of today. Okay. All right, you guys just keep going. I'll, I'll quick just go poke my head in and see if. Anything's there. All right. I have cunning ash in two now. Okay, so you can, <laughs> you can double dash now. Oh, are we, are we officially leveled up? Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Okay, so I told the players they were going to level up at the end of the hunt and so that they would be level two. I Ooh, totally forgot go. to say that last episode or this episode. Let's go. Um, we leveling up, baby. Real quick, everyone roll dice or you can take the average if you want for hit dice, hit points. Ooh. So, it's cocked. Move, move the thing. The phone. And yeah, move the phone. We'll see what it lands on. Eight. Okay. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was like, "What do I do, Trent? Because this could be amazing." <laughs> All right, I'm rolling two. I got two. 
Oof. I got a decent set of HP from that. That wasn't too what, bad. What did you roll, Gordon? I, I got a four, but with my constitution, it's a six. So Let's go. Not terrible. So, everyone but Dean. I only have 14 health. <laughs> the tank of your party has less HP than your rogue. Yeah, I just doubled my health. Yeah. Are you serious? You rolled yeah. an eight. Let's I rolled go. max, so now I'm at 20 health. Holy crap. Let's go. That's nice. That's going to be real nice. Yeah. Looks All like right. you're the tank now. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> All right, uh, you quickly run to the house. Um, roll me an investigation check just to search, to do a quick search. I just got to make sure I'm not proficient in it. I'm not, so that's a 14. Okay. Um, as you search the house, you find a small safe, probably around the size of a bread box, which for those of you who don't know, I don't either. It's probably <laughs> around like a two foot by two foot by two foot square that's metal right. box. Um, is it locked? Yeah. Oh, it's closed and it's got like a combination lock. How heavy is it? Um, I mean, it's a safe, so I know it's heavy. It's, but... it's heavy. It's right. pretty heavy. I'll whip out my thieves tools and try to pick the lock. Uh, can you pick a combination lock with thieves tools? Depends, I think, on the, on the thing. Yeah, just try it. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not exactly sure on that, but because it's not like a key lock, it's a combination lock. If there's like a if he has like a little like, um, what is oh, it like, like a, a funnel? Like a, yeah, a funnel. You can listen. You can to listen. The, yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's that probably in these tools. So yeah, you probably okay. could. Okay, uh, fail. No, you can't. You have no idea how to open this thing. Your little funnel thing, you can't hear. I kind of stop like twenty feet how away d- from how the dilapidated house. does this thing look? The safe is in good condition. I mean, it's it's scuffed up for sure, but like, the house is dilapidated because it looks old and rough. But the safe is made of metal, so maybe it's got a little rust on it, but not too much. All right, is it possible for me to pick it up and carry it? Yeah, definitely. All right, then I'll just pick it's, up. It's definitely heavy though, yeah. so it probably can't go in your bag. But if you just like hold it in your arms, you can carry it. Yeah, I'll do that. Strap it to my backpack, maybe. Yeah, maybe strap it to your back and put your backpack on top of it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you come out and you got this big old uh, two foot okay? by two foot by two foot what safe. The? Found a safe. Couldn't quite pick it. Don't have ah. time. But uh, it's nice to own a safe. It's nice to find whatever's in the safe. How was the rest of the hideout looking? Oh, completely trashed. Probably unredeemable. Oh, so we can't fix it up? Yeah, probably not. Darn. Yeah. And with that, you continue to travel. And you make it to Stemdale that night, actually. Um, you pull up to Stemdale as the sun is setting. Oh, my back! Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you want to take turns carrying that? Uh, no, no, I'm the one who grabbed it. Okay. I'll suffer for it. As the sun is setting and you see the city of Stemdale, you see a massive stone wall, probably 20-ish feet high, wrapping around this city. You see lots of... Sp- plumes of smoke coming from different chimneys as the night slowly creeps in and families start lighting fires for the light in their home as most people have gone home from work and shops have mostly closed at this point as the sun is setting you also see a massive tower probably spanning 60 floors each floor probably being around 10 feet so i don't know or more so maybe like 600 to 700 feet into the sky and it is shrouded in a black mist that looks very reminiscent of that corruption. Well, that's one of those towers we've been hearing about. That's impressive. I've never seen one. Who built that? 
Um, it's the Order of Zandros. Quick, real quick, I'm gonna spell Zandros. It's X A N D. Rose. Is it a S sound at the beginning or a Z sound? It's a Zan, like a xylophone. Zandros. Zandros. It's the Order of Zandros. Oh, okay. I've heard a little bit about them. I've been in the one on Zonari. You actually been in one? Yeah. Whoa. That's interesting. The one in Shays. This one's a little bigger, though. Yeah, I I don't know how big it is compared to the one in Shays because the one in Shays is on the back end of an enormous cliff. Uh, Do any of you know anything about Shays? Nope. No, not really. Uh, You gave us like a couple of sentences a couple of days ago, but. So it's a snowy wasteland? Really? And the entire island goes from the shore on the south end up to the pinnacle of a cliff on the north end. And the tower is on the face of that cliff. So it's not exactly the easiest thing to get to or see. The tower is built downward. Yeah. What? So it's built, you go up to it's the top in of the it, face of the and cliff. You build, it's built downward, That's hanging so off the bottom of the cliff. So it's just like all basement floors working down off yeah. of this cliff. So yeah. it's not even built into the cliff, no, it's, built it's built off of the, of the cliff. cliff. Montezuma's so castle. Cool. Not, no, not Montezuma's castle, because it's not built in the cliff. It's built off of the cliff. So it's it's like, just connected at the top, and then it's just off of the ways, just builds and down. just go down. That's so mm. cool. Yeah, so I've never really seen it, um, but I've heard plenty about it. Uh, yeah, I don't really like being around these things. And with that, you reach the front gate, and you see that there are several guards that are looking at you, and they say, oh, um, hey, you coming in? We're about to close the gates. Yes, we we will be, thank you. Awesome. Come right on in. And thank they you. Let, they yeah, let you in. All right, yeah, we're walking in. Yeah, we For a second, in. I was like, they got to check your papers, but I was like, nah, <laughs> there's no war, there's no military, they're not checking papers. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Yeah, you all just walk right in. They say, hey, uh, are you here to stay? Or uh, how long are you going to be here? We're not entirely sure. We're going to go talk to the Templars. Hmm. Well, the Templars are probably closed right now. If you need to stay the night, I'd recommend the Shattersword Tavern. Thank you, sir. We'll check that out. I'll be here for a couple of months. Oh. You might want to get a longer book in the Shattersword Tavern. Or maybe even look at uh, renting a house. I don't know. It depends on how much space you need. Gotcha. All right. Thank you so much for your help. Yeah, of course. It's my civil duty, and he kind of like straightens himself up. Well, thank you for where's, doing. Where's your the Shattered Sword duty? Tavern? <laughs> he gives you directions to the Shattered Sword Tavern. Oh, okay. So you know, to right there, and then a left, and then up Main Street, and then yeah. You guys remember that sheriff in uh, in uh, Stagrist? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh, actually suggested that we go to the Shattered Sword Tavern. Apparently, it's the best place here. Nearby is also the hero statue. Apparently. Let's go take a look at it. Yeah, for sure. What time of the day is it? It, it The sun has set. It is like 8.39-ish. Let's probably go get our rooms as soon as we can, though. Yeah. If yeah. the statue's right next to it, we can see it as we'll walk in or something like Very that. Very true. All right. You pull into the Shattersword Tavern, and you see it is a big building. And as you walk in, the first floor is very big. And up the walls are a bunch of shattered swords. Swords that have just the hilt and the shattered piece next to it. And there's a small placard underneath each sword that has a name on it of an adventurer who died because their sword shattered. Can they bring the sword back and get like free drinks or something like that? That is morbid. No, 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 no. Not like the party. Like if the person survives. 
Oh, they're oh, dead. Like the they person... died, Gordon. No, no, no. That can be some of them. But like, what if someone came back with like the shattered sword? Like, I barely made it out alive. No, so like, it's, suppo- it's supposed to be like a memorial. Not all the swords are shattered. Okay. Some of them are in good condition. But it's just supposed to be a memorial for warriors that have passed that died in battle. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of. But I was thinking of Penguin Bros with like the the parking tickets or whatever that you can like turn oh, in for like. There's a, there's so a, I was thinking like, oh, this is like them bringing it back. Like, oh yeah, I uh, did this battle and my sword shattered. And like, there's an ice cream place that you can bring parking tickets to, and they'll give you a free ice cream. And they Sorry, them on no, the I wall. was. I, I thought we were just gonna put that out. My bad. Oh, so. oh. We can leave it I, in. I don't know. Whatever. We leave yeah. it. I don't care. Anyway, yeah. Um, but either way, as you walk in, you see it's it's pretty hustling and bustling in here. There's a lot of people, and there's a bard playing a, a guitar and singing a gentle tune. Um, there once was a man named Ragnar the Red. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> no, <laughs> I hate that song. It's so annoying. Toss the coin to you. No. Anyways, um, you walk in and you see the proprietor who is standing there, who has a name that is known to me. Man, that Henry. statue of the hero is pretty cool. Henry oh. is his name. Um, so as you walk up, there's a, a somewhat burly man. He's got his sleeves rolled up and thick hair growing on his arms, like his forearms, and he's got a, like a bushy black beard and uh, close-cropped hair, but it's under like a small, almost sailor's hat but you can tell it's meant to be like a small chef's hat and as you walk in he sees him and he's like hey how you doing you want a place to stay what did you say his name was henry, henry. uh yeah we're looking for a place to stay do you got i got room to spare come on up here it'll be five gold a night all right um do we want to <laughs> uh blink would you like a share a room for sure yeah i wouldn't because I know you don't need a bed. Yep. How many beds do your rooms have? In? Uh, basic room's got two beds, but if you want to stay more, I can drag in a third. Oh, so we only need one room then. Yeah, let's just split the cost of one room. Sounds good. Sounds good. If you're staying here for a long time, then we can maybe make a deal about the cost. Let's do that. I'm going to be here for a little bit. No care how long you'll be in here. You haggle out a little bit. You tell him two months, and he tells you if you give him around 100 gold, he'll let you stay for two months. Cool. Cool. I don't Can know I... if that quite adds up math ways. 30 days, 30 times, 60 days, 60 oh, times right, five. Right. That's a really, really steal of a deal. That's true. That's true. I'll take it. All right, cool. He takes 100 gold from you, says, all right, here's your room key. Go on up to bed. Or uh, if you want a meal, you can always come and eat here. Did you just drop 100 gold? I did. So if you want to pay me back, <laughs> yeah. Blink! All right. Big spender. Uh, here's 20 gold. Oh, thanks. Why, why are you giving me 20 gold? Because you just paid for a room that we're all going to use for two months, and I'm not going to go into debt. Oh, I... What's debt? Uh, it's when you owe somebody some money all right. or other things. You owe me money? Just take that 20 gold, Blink. Uh, all right, thank you. <laughs> all right, you, as you continue this conversation, you make your way up to the room and you bed for the night. And that is where we're going to end the episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed the random encounters, I have a whole table of them. We'll do more as they travel. 
If you didn't enjoy it because they skipped over a couple of them and they didn't participate in what cool things I had planned, <laughs> leave us a five-star review and express your discontent so I can be content. Um, or you can send us an email at channeldivinitypodcast at gmail.com. Um, you could also find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we'd love to see you there. Um, and Dean's got a quick message for us. Yeah, just my regular thing. We get our sound effects um, from a lot of different creators, and we like to, uh, you know, uh, credit where credit's due. So if you see the link for our website in the podcast description, then you can find everyone who created all the different sound effects we use on there. Also, if you have any feedback for editing, I like uh, I like to ask for that because uh, I'm new to this, and hopefully I'll be getting better. Awesome. And on that note, the music at the beginning and the end of the episodes is done by your friend Kale Thatcher. If you want to look him up on music um, places and also socials like Spotify, um, Apple Music, and then also on Instagram, he should be on there as well. You can check out his music and give him a follow. Sweet. I forgot to say this earlier, but give me a name, please, so that I don't have to like find out people's names on my own. They've left the town of Stagrest, and they're in Stemdale now, and Stemdale is a much bigger city. I have some people's names, but not everyone. So I need some random names that I can pull on the fly for when they randomly talk to people. Like that city guard? He's got no name yet. It's you okay. could be, the city, <laughs> be the city guard. <laughs> Send me your name, or come up with a cool name, and I'll, I'll try to use it. Um, Bartholomew. Bar- Bartholomew, yeah, I don't know. Um, either way... I would appreciate that so much. And you can send that in an email or in one of the five-star reviews. Um, Thank you so much. And going around the table, we have... I'm David. I play Cassiel DeHart. Dean, I play Vesper Ravenwing. I'm Gordon, and I play Blank. We'll see you all next time. Keep tuning in.